0: going on everyone welcome back to another episode of coast to coast podcast today we'll be covering an interesting week two full of a lot of downs a couple ups a lot of surprises uh we took a look at some fantasy rankings so far in the first couple first two weeks some interesting players finding themselves in the top 10 um and some guys that are just disappointing so far whether that be matchup based uh, scheme based and so on and so forth uh, it's currently it's one o'clock here, uh, 8 a.m. on the East Coast. Uh, how you boys doing though? I know Carson just finished a big test. Jose back over there in Oregon, rooting his boys on as they whooped on Stony Brook this weekend. So how are we doing, boys?
1: Stony Brook.
0: Sheesh. I'm doing fantastic,
1: man. I'm um, I'm glad you're staying up You're Shout out to Liam, man. Real trooper. Facts. Real MVP right here. Um, well, honestly, but... this is probably like most like staying up to ones. Like that, that's nothing I, I think at this point.
2: Regardless. Yeah, finally back, finally back home at in Oregon, man. Feels good to be back at our first divisional game this weekend against Arizona. That's just gonna be hype. But shout out to Stony Broke too. (laughs) We we got that top three spot. I don't I don't I did uh who was four? Oklahoma?
0: Uh, Oklahoma. They dropped. They've been looting. No, they've just been winning close games, like against bad teams. Damn. They beat Nebraska. Yeah. They had the. I didn't expect that was saw this. Week. I
2: didn't expect to go up at all after that game because, like, it's fucking Stony Brook. Like we were supposed
0: to win, but I'll take it. You won convincingly. Yeah, at least true. you didn't have your game rain in the last quarter and get smoked by a basketball school. Cool, so <laughs> we'll ignore that. It's um, looking
1: bad out there at the U.
0: Uh, Jose and I, we pre-recorded an episode talking about Thursday Night Football. I'm just going to throw in the clip right now. Uh, It'll go right in front of us talking about a game from the Giants and the Washington football team last night. Uh, Taylor Heineke uh, played a really decent game for himself and Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones outplayed him, in my honest opinion. Um, I think it came down to the defensive performance. Honestly, Taylor Heineke, towards the end of the game, throws a pick to James Bradbury. Uh, They failed to capitalize on it, allowing time for them to drive down the field. And um, they able to hit a field goal to win the game. Uh, Dustin Hopkins, uh, despite not even being the better kicker in that game, Graham Gano was, was on a shit last night. But um, yeah. initial reaction, Jose, I mean, Terry McLaurin was a stud this game. J.D. McKissick was riding your bench while Antonio Gibson was shitting on my starting lineup. So what you got to say so far?
2: Yeah, I posted a meme a little bit before the game. It was like, if you don't see Daniel Jones' potential – then you're blind. And then I put like the, the, the Bart, like blind meme. but dude, Daniel Jones was not bad this game. Like he, I mean, he was obviously their lead rusher with only nine carries for 95 yards, but uh, we've seen that be an issue in the past when he just, he takes off out of the pocket and he, he fumbles the ball or something happens. Uh, But he was on point this game. Yeah. Like you said, he definitely outplayed Taylor Heineke and that's, And that's saying something because Taylor Heineke had himself a game.
0: Exactly. I mean, last time we saw Heineke, he threw for over 300 yards against one of the best defenses in the NFL, obviously a championship defense. Um, Saquon Barkley, again, I mean, a lot of his numbers were just shadowed by the fact that he had a 41-yard rush that, you know, brought his total up to 56. You know, we're still waiting on that. I mean, people are very still optimistic about it. I don't know. He just doesn't look elusive out there. That run, he just got a good blocking scheme. Um, I mean, they also don't have a good line. You know, I'm not going to, like, try and yeah. give it all entirely on Saquon, but, like, when he's in the open field, he's not making guys miss like he was, you know, in his rookie season and stuff like that. Uh, otherwise, Sterling Shepard looks like if he's on your waiver wire, you're smoking something because he had a great week one. He had another great almost a 1,000-yard – I mean, a 100-yard game. Uh, looks like he's going to be well on his way to leading the receiver on yeah. this team. Um Yeah, Jose, what do you think the fantasy implications are from this? Obviously, Gibson, he's getting good running volume, you know, if you're just looking at it from a team aspect and the regular non-fantasy aspect. But do you think, you know, it was game script that was going on? Uh, Do you think McKissick's still going to be in that role, even though he wasn't in that role at all week one?
2: I think they really like McKissick. I mean, we saw how, how they were used last season. There were times where McKissick's in the game lined up at receiver, or, you know, he's running wheel routes and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't think McKissick is obsolete in this offense as much as we, you know, we want to, we want that Antonio Gibson, you know, McCaffrey type workload. You know, I don't think we're going to get that, at least not yet. Maybe later on in the season, you know, Gibson can, can break away and establish himself in that role. But another thing really concerning on this giant side of the ball is, Kenny Galladay was their big receiving acquisition this off season. has not been, you know, that guy for them. Obviously it's been Sterling Shepard. Uh, I mean, he got six targets last week, held in four for 64, which is, I mean, it's an okay start in PPR, not really what you want. Uh, and then eight targets for only three receptions and 38 this, this game, which is just not what you want to see from, I mean, a guy that was taken probably as your wide receiver too. Um, if you took a chance on him. So, yeah, not looking good for Kenny Galladay right now.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, shout out uh, Jose and I. We have more career total uh, receiving yards than Kadarius Tony at this point, given he has negative two. Um, still an interesting pick there, in my opinion. I didn't really understand that. I was talking about it last night with my friend. Uh, like, you know, they addressed wide receiver in the offseason, in the free agency. Then they had the draft. You know, I know they had their eye on Devontae Smith, didn't follow them. So why take a guy that already is filled by the need of Slayton and Sterling Shepard? You know, Sterling Shepard and Slayton both, you know, have that slot ability while Kenny Galladay is that guy that you need to fill that role to be that outside guy um, for this team. I didn't really understand the sign. I mean, the pick of Tony there. I think there was a lot of other options. Should have gone O line because it's abysmal out there in yeah. New York. Uh, so outside of the what promising. Number pick was he? he was maybe 20-something. I want to say like 22. Um. You want to check that real quick. But, yeah, I mean, people were expecting a decent season out of him. I mean, there's some words coming out of training camp. He was just, you know, super relentless. But you hear that out of everyone at this point. You I mean, we we heard so much about Zach Moss being a top guy this season. He, he was a healthy scratch uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But uh, yeah. do you see what pick Tony was?
2: I'm looking for it right now. He was 20. So after and like, him-
0: yeah. Who could they yeah, have taken a, that would make
2: Christian sense? Christian Derisaw would have made sense for them. Um that was the only other O lineman taken in the first round. Yeah, I but mean, a like bunch of, a bunch of edge guys. Uh I mean Azizo Zalari
0: is playing well for them. Yeah, Greg Newsome yeah. I mean eh no, they have enough corners. I feel like O line should have been addressed. Or yeah, I mean no running back.
2: Would he pay? Previously.
0: But no, yeah. No. I mean I think that's just, I mean, the main hole on this New York Giants team. If they can have an offensive line to protect Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones shows that he can produce, which I'm going against a Washington team with, you know, secured four sacks last night, obviously two going to the stud, Jonathan Allen, uh, one going to Kendall Fuller on a blitz in Montez Sweat. I mean, this is just a feared front four that you don't want to mess with. They're going to be losing one of those guys soon. I think Matt Ioannidis is an impending free agent. And he's still one of the most underrated guys in the league. And you still got, you know, Jonathan Allen, De'Aaron Payne, Montez Sweat, Chase Young. Uh, they lock those guys up. It's going to be a nice group to be going forward for them. But um, you saw Chase forward- Young go stride for stride with Saquon on the sideline. Yeah, that was crazy. But uh, Chase Young, he's got to work it up. I mean, the last, first two games in season have not been good for him. Obviously, um, I think he had a good, a couple good like TFLs last night. But otherwise. I mean, yeah. Slater was what the bodied him when the Chargers came. But, but we'll hop right in uh, this weekend slated games. Um, if you were a better and you were hammering the unders or you were hammering our picks this week, I told you guys, I made a TikTok yeah. about this. I said we failed to do what they could do. I said we going four and one, but I threw an extra bet in there. We went five and one this week. <laughs> if it wasn't for Lamar going for it on that fourth down call, we could have gone six and zero oh this week. Literally the most safe bet of all of them didn't hit, but hit the bed of the week by a mile with the Bills minus three and a half. They uh, would have been a lock times 10 of that minus 35. So what, what a great betting week. We're coming back. We're five, five and one now in the records. But uh, speaking hey, though, like breaking I was saying,
1: even, man, we're breaking even.
0: But speaking of, you know, betting and stuff, the unders would have been hammered like a madman this week. A lot of low scoring games will hop into this first one. Uh, 49ers going against the Eagles, uh, an entire running back room made of glass. Uh, just can't say anything much about it. Carson, I'll let you talk about it. You know, game people were, some people, Eagles fans were hyping it up. Uh, a lot of them were trash talking me uh, Saturday night when I went out. Uh, I said, shut your damn mouth and let the let the game do the talking. And it did so. But Carson, what do you think about this performance? Uh, not really a lot of fancy aspect besides Debo Samuel continuing his run this season. And, I'll let you talk about the wide receiver who just seems to not be doing anything this year.
1: Uh, yeah, Ayuk that is extremely sad, but I think uh, we really won this game just, like, with our defense. Like, our defense was the best thing about this game for sure. Um, you know, Philly, they competed. I mean, Hurts, like, did not did not have a great day throwing the ball, but he finished as the seventh-best rusher, so I think that's uh, alone is super impressive when we're talking fantasy-wise. Um, yeah, our running back room, you just never know who to start week to week, like. And honestly, when when one of them blows up for like 30 points a game, like next week or in a couple of weeks, like, like it's don't be mad at yourself because you never know who it's going to be with the uh, with the Niners. So, uh, but decent game. I'm just glad we got the win. Like you said, Debo is really the only fantasy relevant guy. Uh, Watkins, you know, 117 yards on two catches. You know that decent, but I don't really think anyone was starting him. So, uh, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm just glad we got the dub. Imagine not being old, Liam. Imagine not being two
0: and zero. Exactly. But Jose, mm-hmm. what you gotta say?
2: Yeah, I had a I had a bad feeling about picking up Elijah Mitchell with my top waiver. I was like, this goes against like everything I've ever preached. Like, don't play any r- Niners running backs ever. Don't trust them. But I was kind of desperate. I was like, my team needs help because I lost last week. I was, I think, I would think I was the least scoring team last week. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll pick up Elijah Mitchell. I'll start him. Like, if he booms, yeah. he booms. If he busts, I'll die by it." Luckily, I still won against Liam. So imagine not being <laughs> imagine imagine not winning in fantasy, bro.
0: <laughs> that imagine was so imagine that was leaving <laughs> Corlin Sutton on your bench, but also imagine yeah. leaving like twenty like like 20 yeah. point per game scores on your bench with Jose. But my bench. Hold on, I'm. I'm going to add it up how
2: much it actually was, because I feel like my bench could have beat my starting lineup.
0: Honestly, <laughs> would, would have. but hey, we'll, we'll let Jose calculate that. I mean, not, not that interesting of a game. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, just another boring game. Uh, one of my locks of the week, I bet the under on this game could just look disgusting. Uh, we got that Bears-Bengals game. Uh, Burrow threw three straight interceptions, which is just horrendous, because he hadn't thrown like one in like 199 straight pass completions. And look again, Joe Mixon busted. Surprise, surprise. Um, super volatile, especially uh, what we see in fantasy. Jose, did you calculate how much your fantasy bench combined yeah. with? Yeah, I scored 108.8 8 on the bench.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I that's had probably uh, like <laughs> it might be like a mid-tier in our league. Yeah,
2: yeah, I had six players outscore their projection. Um I only had, I have seven bench spots. So, yeah, that's kind of nuts. I, don't, I, if I would have scored nine more points, I would have beat Liam on the bench.
1: Oh, damn. damn. That, that, dude, two, oh my gosh, that was foul. Two fouls. That's, <laughs>
0: that's crazy. Jose, what do you got to say about this game, this Bengals game? Um, I was saying to wait on Tyler Boyd, he was the main receiver for this team this week. Um, only, uh, but you know, yeah. Jamar Chase managed to get a touchdown, which saved his fantasy week. T. Higgins still seemed to be that middle of the pack guy, which is good. He seems to be the middle guy regardless of how this game script works out. Um, yeah. But no, Jose, I'll let you take it away. Not not much to talk about in this game, but what do you, what do you take away from it?
2: Yeah, one thing with Mixon, I had him last year was like, there's going to be those games where he gets the volume, but he just can't do anything. And it's part of his bad, terrible O line. Um, you know, sometimes the production is just not going to be there, but you're glad to see that the volume's at least there. So I think, you know, as a mixing owner, you'll take that moral victory knowing that, like, he's still getting all the volumes. They literally had no other – no other player had a rushing attempt on this team. So, you know, you, you take comfort in that at least. Uh, and, I mean, it's good to see Tyler Boyd not get phased out. Like, I thought he would. I thought he was going to be kind of the, you know, the odd one out the mix – even though he didn't get the touchdown like like Higgins and Chase, but um, Chase well on his way to you know elite receiver status. My guy's been balling, lighting up these DBs. Uh, I know you guys saw that video lighting him up. Xavier Rhodes put that man in a spin it's cycle. Just foul, but yeah, um,
0: Chase is Chase is one of my favorites this season. Yeah, Carson.
1: Not not I mean again, not much to say, but what do you got? No man. I mean, well, the Bears. I mean, Montgomery and Mixon like had like the same day basically. I mean, you'd like to see that they had twenty carries, but not really able to do anything with it. Um, you know, Higgins, dude, Higgins and Chase to me, they're like, they're like Jarvis Landry on steroids. Like, they're just a consistent like fifteen to twenty points like each week, and like consistency is super, super key uh, in fantasy. And I mean, once you know, once they start playing like some even worse teams. Um, you know I mean the Bears are still pretty bad but the, like get some worse teams these guys could you know boom like crazy um, so that's good to see and yeah Boyd I know we were shitting on Boyd last episode but nine targets Higgins got 10 that's a good sight to see and shows that it's still still a, a three-headed uh, you know monster in Cincinnati where all three are, are pretty viable so I think that was the the highlight day for sure even though Burrow struggled badly that, that was tough that was tough
0: well, yeah. I mean, Carson talked about steroids, which leads us perfectly into our next game with uh, the steroid <laughs> man himself, Will Fuller's former team. Uh, the Houston Texans, who have been a good veteran team this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you can't finish that sentence without laughing. Because <laughs> we, we just keep going at it right now. You keep making connections off sentences, but whatever. We'll roll through this. Uh, Cleveland Browns with a 31-21 victory over the Houston Texans. Um, I think it's time to look at uh, Davis Mills become the next great quarterback since Tyrod Taylor started, and then now he's injured. But then again, uh, Nathan Peterman took over for Tyrod Taylor at one point. So, um, yeah. uh, Jose, I'll hand it off to you. What do you think about this Cleveland Browns game? Low-key, a
2: disappointing uh, offensive performance for the most part from from Cleveland. I was expecting the running backs to just get ran into the ground and run all over this, this Houston team. But, I mean, Chubb still had a good day, 95 yards and a touchdown. Um, also got one reception. But Nick Chubb – or Kareem Hunt actually out-carried Nick Chubb. He had two more carries for about half as many yards, which, which – mm-hmm. um, Jarvis Landry now sprayed his MCL, I believe it was. And that's, that's just disappointing because he's, you know, one of the more consistent receivers on a week-to-week basis. So I don't I don't know who's who's now like the big receiving option now. People's Jones is it Schwartz? Schwartz Hooper, Sh- Schwartz. The thing is, he didn't even do anything this game. He had yeah, one yeah. target for no catches.
1: I think time will tell. I mean, how long is Landry going to be out? I, I said it, I think that. it's like a little bit better than like people. It's like what, four like or one six to two weeks. weeks. It's oh, only six. one in
2: two weeks. Yeah, oh, I think it awesome. said it was. He was a week to week, but an MCL sprain, like even when you when if you rush, you know, coming back. You're not going to be the same. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I just time will tell. I don't really, I don't really have like a top candidate to like break out. I mean, this is really a passing offense, anyways. So
2: it says Odell's slated to return week three. So hopefully he comes back. I want to see him. That's going to be
1: a a big time boomer bust for sure. Yeah. Brandon Cooks, though,
2: has been cooking since since the start of the season. Like, (laughs) proven us predict. Liam, no, Liam, I know you were high on him and we kind of like, we're like, eh, I don't know about Brandon Cooks, but it's just a boring
1: pick. It's like he's on like the worst team, you know, the least team in the league.
2: He's had a ton of thousand-yard seasons though in
0: the NFL.
1: Yeah, like, he I has see.
0: been. He's been a good receiver for a while. Hmm. I think it's just you know, he just. I mean, you think he's fourth in the league in receiving yards right now? So props to him. I uh, got that touchdown. Hey, can in we there talk
1: as well. about how Tyrod Taylor like the unluckiest guy ever?
0: Dude.
1: Oh, 100%. Oh. He was actually playing really well. He, like, killed Jacksonville. I mean, 10 of 11, 125 yards and a touchdown, like, before he, you know, got yeah. injured. He missed one-way this game. And they kept it competitive. It was competitive for, you know, most of the game, so surprising, honestly. I thought this was going to be a blow-up.
2: Yeah, me too. That's It's just drugs. lot not right. I mean, they were definitely going to have either, maybe not a 30-for-30, 30 30, but some type of some type of storyline later where it's like, Tyrod,
0: the unluckiest career ever, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so I also, think he's talented. Someone tell me who the hell Demetric Felton is.
2: <laughs> Could not tell you, bro.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but that touchdown was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah it sure
1: was. Um all right, so we'll move and also, dude, Mayfield yeah. and Janovich stealing rushing touchdowns. Oh, come on! You hate to see that. That's a hard. That's a hard thing for fantasy to see. Yeah. You hate to Steel, see that. Two
2: hundred and eleventh pick out of UCLA uh, this past draft, running back. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, talking about LA, we got the Rams going against the Colts Beautiful. out there, out there in Indianapolis. Uh, a game that I thought was going to be a lot farther. Uh, in terms of margin of victory, yeah. uh, came down to three points. But you know, the man himself—I uh, think I was talking about this TikTok I saw. My friends is Matt Stafford racist because he only throws the Cooper Cup. That was like the stupidest thing I've <laughs> ever seen.
1: <laughs> But, but no, my I'm guy so Robert good. Woods is being phased out. He had we a do better game today. Low key,
0: we, low key. Yesterday. we need to see Robert Woods do a lot better, though, in this high powered offense. But Cooper Cup, currently wide receiver one in terms of fantasy right now, averaging about 30 a game, which is ridiculous. Um, finally happened. I called it out in our last episode. I need to see Michael Pittman Jr. have a better game. He had 20.3 points in fantasy this week. On my awesome. bench. On my bench. And you yeah. know who Carson probably wished was starting for him this week, even though he won? Zach Pascal, who got another Zach touchdown. Zach Pascal, from this week. baby. But yeah. you know, who you didn't do You'll never see
1: him in my lineup. Man,
0: who didn't do much this week? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, another dud week. And Daryl Henderson, questionable uh, for next week's matchup, uh, I believe against the Buccaneers, uh, one that I'll be looking at uh, very intensely. Uh, so Sonny Michelle looking to get a lot of work this weekend up against the former, I mean, the Super Bowl champions. Um, Jose, uh, what did you take away from this game, uh, seeing that the Rams, you know, they do they look beatable? Do you think the Bucks are going to manhandle them this upcoming weekend?
2: I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to manhandle them. I think the, the Rams' offense is pretty comparable to ours. So I think, you know, they should be able to, you know, match them blow for blow on that side of the ball. But the Rams' defense is significantly better than ours. So I think – you know they should in theory give the bucks a harder time defensively than we did so i don't know i mean i think this rams i think this rams team is is better than they played in this game um mm-hmm. you, you know the colts i think Car- i think i saw carson wentz now has sprains in both of his ankles so going forward for them this is probably the, the closest they're going to get to like a moral victory but yeah, I'm expecting big things from this Rams team. I'm looking forward to that Buccaneers matchup. I expect them to at least keep it close, be, be a good game. I, I don't I don't think they're going to get manhandled or manhandle the Bucks.
1: Yeah. Carson? Same. I agree with that. I'm really excited just because this is going to be a great gauge of, of both teams, uh, a great assessment for both teams going forward. I mean, we, you know, we could see one of these teams, you know, get blown out, and then it's like, yo, yo, who's the real contender in the NFC? There's a lot – or if it's close, you know, and like that would be very telling as well. Super excited. I think for this game, uh, Sonny Michelle, even though, you know, he might get the lone start and be like the lone back, I still would not start on that Bucks defense is no joke. Uh, yeah. Cooper mm-hmm. Cup, my team was living lavish this week. I had Cooper Cup and the, the king himself, Derrick Henry, we'll get to him a little later. Uh, to like the highest scoring guys this week, that was fantastic. Um, but anyways, yeah, Cup is a monster. I mean, it's crazy because like I I thought Woods was gonna be the guy. I just guessed wrong because I knew one of them was like gonna pop off and you know maybe be like a little bit better. But I guessed wrong and it was Cup because so far he has been eating the season. Right. We talked about Penny right. Junior. Great to see twelve targets. Um, might be a little bit of a fluke considering you know now they're gonna have Jacob Eason starting. Um, but I think, let's see, their schedule. I know their schedule opens up uh, a little bit. See, Ty Evans, definitely better matchups than the Rams and Seahawks, but um, excited yeah. to see him ball. Yeah. But, yeah, Rams, Bucks, super, super excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I think Pittman, you know, they both came out of the same draft class, so maybe they got that, like, that connection going with each other given they came out in the hey, same man, year. let's
1: hope so. Wait, let's Pittman so. and who? Wentz? Eason? Uh,
0: Jacob Eason. No, Eason, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh we are taking us to the next game. Obviously, lock of the week. I always be hitting that shit because there was no yes. lock of the week, week That's one. Fun. I didn't. But whatever. 35 <laughs> to zero. Um it was oh. just crazy. By the way, seeing them play that play on that field that I was just on the other day. But um anyways, Devin Singletary, the man I hate the most because I had drafted him in fantasy one year and he was just trash. Uh, prove me wrong he's like rb10 right now or like no say rb15 last time i checked um but no just a dominating performance by these bills i would like to see a better performance out of josh allen 179 yards two touchdowns interception um not the greatest performance i believe maybe I as you know no. someone there was a fumble as well i believe uh miami got two takeaways this game if i remember correctly Diggs finally getting a touchdown um don't know if we're going to be seeing that similar season from last year. Then, again, going against a really good cornerback core from these Dolphins. Uh, but, no, know, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, great game, uh, you know, came out and said that he buried his uh, – I believe he was his grandmother uh, the day before the game, and then goes out there and scores two touchdowns uh, at a good divisional win. Uh, shout-out to him. Um, otherwise, you know, not too much to talk about, but uh, Tua Tagovailoa looks like he will be missing a couple of weeks. Carson, I know you're a guy that's been very high on Tua throughout this offseason – uh, what's your thoughts? Are you
1: getting nervous now? Do you think two time might be
0: over in Miami?
1: Dude, I'm honestly starting to think my article was like just a mass jinx because, dude, Irv Smith Jr. He's out. Tua looks like he's gonna be out for a little bit. It, it, it's looking sad. But when I look at the Buck or the the Bills beating Miami like 35 to zero, if I like didn't watch the game or anything, I'd probably think, oh, Josh Allen probably shredded them apart. And then you look, you know, you look at the box score and whatnot. It's like. Kind of the complete opposite. I mean, you already mentioned it. Allen was, I mean, he was a riot. He wasn't great. Uh, you know, it was really led by their defense, which was stifling. And their running game, surprisingly enough, which is never really the case with them. I mean, yeah. Zach Moss, two touchdowns. Singletary had a great game. Uh, but really like the defense. I mean, six sacks, a couple fumbles. They were on Miami's ass the whole game. Uh, and definitely, yeah, you hit it because you knew Buffalo. They weren't going to go 0-2. Like, no way. So, Great job by you, Liam. Good job by you.
0: What you're doing, I can do on those picks. But, Jose, anything to add? Uh, nah, man. It's just a commanding win from Buffalo. But you would still like to see them,
2: you know, click on, on on all cylinders. Like, you want Josh Allen and Diggs to have that connection. You want, you know, Dave Davis to have a game or, you know, yeah. Beasley. It's going to gonna come. Team.
1: They're going to have a massive shootout game. It's going to yeah. be insane. Yeah. It's just a matter yeah. of time. It's taking him a say, while
0: to kind of warm up. I think Miles Gasson's gonna have an improved role now with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of uh dink and dunks uh in this offense. Um five carries for 25. That's, that's so really dope. But he got five targets, though. That's what I like the upside of. Yeah, but um, his rushing Russian volume 40 times so from mm-hmm. Brissett. But um, well, no, we'll head in this next game now. Um, Mac Jones gets his first win. And, oh, my God, the other half did not look very pretty. I can tell you guys that. Uh, Zach Wilson threw four interceptions. But just to let you guys know, he has the same amount of interceptions this season as Trevor Lawrence. So both aren't looking really that pretty to start off their rookie careers. Um, Jose, I'll hand it off to you. Um, What stood out to you? Uh, James White now, uh, showing why he uh, is that consistent back out there in uh, New England. James White isn't legit –
2: like viable option every week just because of his receiving, you know, his receiving value and PPR, like six receptions for 45 as a running back alone. Like that's 10 points. And then he's going to get, you know, I mean, he got a touchdown in this game. I don't expect consistent touchdown work, but um, he didn't really take too much away from Damian Harris, which you like to see as Mm -hmm. I'm as a Damian Harris owner and a James White owner, like they coexist Without taking away from each other, it's, you love that. Uh, Toby Myers didn't really do much. He was also on my bench, but I guess he's fine. Right now. Um, but Elijah Moore, um, a big, a uh, big bounce back. Um, a second in receiving for the Jets had eight targets, only hauled in four for forty-seven, but much improved from his one reception for negative three from last year or from last week. So I was
0: expecting a, a, a blowout. I was expecting yeah. a to out. Carson, what do you think of this game?
1: Yeah, same. I mean, uh, I thought if any game was going to be lock of the week. This one for sure. I mean, New England, you know, going up against the Jets, they always beat the Jets, and then the Jets have a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. It had all the makings for Belichick to absolutely destroy the Jets. Um, I think, yeah, the only brights, uh you know, uh, Michael Carter, 11 carries. We'd love to see that you know, a little more volume, um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, Wilson with the four picks, you know, you kind of expected that. Cause I mean, I, I'm still not like writing him off. Like, you know, he, I think he still has a lot of talent. It's just the Patriots. Like they, they do this to the jets, but as for new England. Yeah. I mean, Harris and James white, really, it's awesome to see them both be viable. I think it, it you know, you have to comp- parrots to the you know chubb hunt backfield for sure because harris you know he's not getting 100 yards he's going to get like 50 yards and a touchdown so he's always in like that 10 to like 12 range which i mean it's probably one of the safest 10 to 12 points you can get i mean there's nothing wrong with that you know it's probably uh, out. um mac jones i think his like big games are going to come but i just still don't really think he's a, a viable fantasy option just yet i think hopefully they can improve their receivers in the coming years but in the meantime Damian Harris, James White, always solid flex options. They keep proving us, keep proving
0: us right. So, especially with Damian Harris now getting that goal line work with Cam Newton gone, uh, mm-hmm. definitely what we like to see. Um, so we're we'll moving this next game. A surprise team here in the AFC because I hate on this team every year because they're probably going to still end up losing a majority of their games. The Las Vegas Raiders off to a two zero start after they uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers out there in Heinz Field. Uh, <clears throat> didn't really see a lot of work from these running backs. Peyton Barber was a lead guy uh, with Kenyon Drake tailing him with Josh Jacobs being out, but that did not stop Derek Carr this game. Um, number one target being Henry Ruggs, five for 113. Obviously the big 61 yard reception for a touchdown. Uh, Waller failed to be the first tenant ever uh, to have uh, five straight 100 yard receiving games, but Derek Carr, it, he might have himself a case for, you know, mvp early on in this season i think quarterly I think I think,
1: mvp quarterly mvp
0: exactly but um i'll hand it off to you carson um honestly very sad for me to see Deontay johnson go down with an injury but from what i've heard uh, he should be it looks like he'll be fine to go for uh next week
1: yeah thank goodness because johnson has been playing really well and he's also been he's also been playing like the true wide receiver one which i think is you know, really great time to see because I know Johnson was getting uh, drafted. You know, probably a round or two, maybe even like three rounds before uh, you know the other couple guys, you know, Clayborn, uh, Smith, Schuster. But yeah, you know, the Raiders. Um, I would definitely put money on this being fluky, but still nonetheless very impressive. Car had a great game, uh, 382 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, Rugs. Uh, great to see Rugs. Rugs to me is just like the stereotypical like Boomer Bust type player. I mean, he'll do this one week and then drop like reception for 10 yards the next week, you know. So I I take I take this game with kind of a grain of salt for sure. Um Najee, glad to see him again some receiving work, you know, on the ground, not too good, but nonetheless had a a very solid fantasy day. I think that's a a big dub as well because he was someone that was you know very we were all I think all very, very high on because he was just going to get so much work. But um you know glad to see that his receiving you know saved his day. Was that Oh uh, yeah.
2: Same thing. Like really happy that Najee gets, is getting this type of receiving work. I wasn't you know, necessarily expecting anything like this, but you know, when you see that, you know, now you have feel more confident about him going forward, even though he only had 10 carries for 38. So it's like, uh, but Hey, you'll take it. I think he put up like 18 and a half points in PPR. So that's, it does a dub from your RB. Um, Jacobs, I think, is still out for next week. I believe.
0: What's his? Is, what's his injury? Is it knee
2: related? I
0: can't remember. I have my on one of my teams is like my flex in a ten man. Um, let's check. Oh, it's a toe.
2: It's a toe injury. Yeah, toe and ankle. So he's dealing. It looks like he's dealing with multiple.
0: Yeah, it looks like he is uh, day to oh. day facing dolphins. Um, yeah, okay. rugs rugs is literally like
2: he's kind of like Tyreek except very far view between with the
0: big performances. But, hey, not a good week from him. We'll get into him in a little bit. But uh, yeah. for this next game, though, famous Jameis, you know, five touchdowns in that huge game against the Packers, failed to replicate that. And Sam Darnold carrying the Panthers to a 2-0 and start this season. Um, Christian McCaffrey casually just putting up, like, I mean, if it wasn't for those huge performances, he would be uh, – RB1 this week but DJ Moore uh, a guy that I put as my number 10 wide receiver this offseason still doing really well this year um eight receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown uh but just did not see a lot of production out of this New Orleans team uh Jameis Winston was their leading rusher Kamara couldn't do anything on the ground I think a really underrated defense out there in the Panthers but Jose I'll hand it off to you Uh, um did anything surprise you this game um were you surprised the Saints got lost this bad, or do you think the Panthers are a real team in this division?
2: Yeah, I think the Panthers are better than than we expect, but I did not expect the, the Saints to lose in this way after you know embarrassing the Packers last week. Uh, shout out to Lil Jordan Humphrey, <laughs> had one reception for twenty seven and led the team. Um, yeah, this is tough. I think this is. I think this is a pretty. Uh, you know, a telling sign of how you know the Saints team is going to perform because they've just got so many different guys that, you know, they're going to have that volatility of like one week they look amazing and and they're clicking and everything's right. And then there's weeks like this where divisional game, you know, you're facing a good offense and a good defense and you kind of just, you know, you can't find the guy. It's like, we talked about it last week. Like who is the guy for them? Uh, and we thought it was Callaway. Callaway brings in two for eight. So, yeah. sadly, Liam will not be getting – I love the Saints tatted on his forehead. Well, I mean, he still could. You said 14 games. So yeah, 14. So,
0: they, if they still, lose
2: – still could, but I don't think
0: warm. so. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> But, Carson, uh, I just wanted, before I hand it off to you, I just want to lead you with this question. Um, a guy you've been extremely high on uh, these last couple of seasons, Robbie Anderson, uh, doesn't seem to be having that Darnold connection that we are all were hoping for this offseason. Um, three for 38, you know, only one reception last week. Um, you, you, what's your worry meter out here for Robbie Anderson? You Do you think, you know, with Christian McCaffrey coming back, it's just DJ Moore and CMC and then sprinkling some other guys? But. I want to hear your thoughts here, because I know it's a guy you've always been praising, especially, you know, his ADP that he had this year.
1: Yeah, my list, I already talked about it earlier, my list is looking even worse. Um, you know, maybe next year, everyone that I put, just not don't take them, take the opposite, you know, or take the other person on that team. But yeah, clearly, DJ Moore is the number one guy. Uh, and then McCaffrey, it's really, honestly, McCaffrey is like the number two as well. I, I just, you know, I th- I think I definitely underestimated that coming in uh it's tough you know i think he's gonna have his weeks uh you know because he's such a uh you know he's such a deep ball threat he's gonna have his weeks where he gets like a crazy long touchdown and you know he'll get the uh the volume to go with that but i I think you know still not panicking all the way just but i think he's definitely not nowhere near of a consistent option as he was last year i think that's going to be more for sure um yeah the saints it's tough to see, I mean, we're all rooting for Winston, but I think we just forgot that this is like the Jameis Winston experience, uh, you know, 38 to three against what we thought was going to be a really good, you know, Packers team. they blow them out. And then, you know, Carolina, who's very frisky. I, I really liked them coming in the season, but definitely you know, did not want to bet this game because I, I could have seen this going either way, honestly. Um, so I think this is more of just like, not really like Panthers being serious contenders. I think it's more of just like the Saints just playing awfully. Um, but still, nonetheless, Panthers, now they look frisky. You know, they could compete for a playoff spot. I think I think there's a lot of positives on this team, especially the defense, like you guys mentioned. I mean, they have some real studs on the defense, like Burns, uh, you know, Shaq Thompson, like some real, like real solid guys. Jeremy Chin. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Hassan Redick, I believe, is leading
0: the team in sack so far. Uh, one of the guys we posted on our account as an underrated offseason move. Um, so, yeah. Moving on to this next game, uh, I mean, not the most interesting game at all. I don't think there's going to be much to talk about. I'll get the Broncos beating the Jaguars pretty handily. I mean, not really, by 10 points, 23 to 13. Not, nothing much to see, you know, an offense that still is going through its growing pains, the Broncos. But, of course, cartland Sutton, who I was deciding on starting. Honestly, I did not end up starting. And he put up a uh, 20... points on my bench uh not good to see Uh, i will consider starting him next week though Um, as you know he's going to get that increased role with uh judy out but hey tim patrick people were telling the pickup tim patrick kind of saved his day with the touchdown but javante williams seems like he's splitting this backfield with melvin gordon um and james robinson just has been a concern these first two weeks i don't know what it is but uh Carson, what do, you, what do you think about this game, fantasy aspect, uh, just in general? Do we think the Broncos can be a real playoff team after a 2-0 start?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, they got two, you know, pretty pretty easy opponents. I think this would definitely be a team that I think a lot of people will buy into. But once it's, you know, I don't I just, I still need to see it when they play, you know, actual competition because I think just this Jaguars team is, like, actually atrocious. I mean, I thought the Texans were going to be the worst. The Texans... Even they look slightly more comparable than the uh, the Jags. It's, it's super tough. I mean Lawrence struggling really bad. Uh, you know when I see that, I just remember the Peyton Manning had a terrible rookie year too, and I just hope for the best. Whichever Lawrence, honestly, just because he's in a shooting situation. Uh, but nonetheless, you know I mean Bridgewater. I mean 328 yards, two touchdowns. You know he's always just solid. Um, and yeah, Tim Patrick, I still have a lot of faith. Noah Fant. Great to see him get a touchdown. Just the fact that, you know, he got like above 10 points, honestly, is a massive dub. Cause I the fan was someone I was really high on last year. And I kind of faded this year. And it's kind of to see at least he's doing he's doing a little something. But yeah, Sutton went off. I guess he was really the one that benefited the most from uh, you know, uh Judy being out. But do these Jacksonville Jaguars receivers, honestly, I mean, Jones Jr. being the favorite, like. I don't know. It's so weird with them. I mean, Chenault was nothing horrendous. Uh, horrendous. You know, Chark was horrendous. Uh, and I, I, I think, I think a lot of people were actually pretty high on Jones Jr. Just because in training camp he was looking like that top guy. So it is showing because um, he was yeah. really one that anything for the Jags. Yeah, you know, with the they barely got any production. So yeah.
2: yeah, Mark Jones has literally been my wide receiver one on my team, and I've benched him both weeks in a row. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, if you're a Javante Williams owner, I, I don't think it's long before Melvin Gordon gets completely phased out of this offense um, in a similar way that Lindsay got phased out last year. Uh, Melvin just doesn't look as explosive or as, he's obviously not as productive as Javante Williams, but the same amount of carries put up half as many yards. You know, he might still get sprinkled in some, some early down carries, but Javante is going to take this backfield at some point. So yeah. just be
1: He's also going to get a touchdown, too. I think he's been getting, like, some very good volume the last couple of games, and he's due for a touchdown. Like, And I think yeah. that should come next week against the Jets, who will probably yeah. give up a
0: lot of rushing yards. God, indeed, indeed. Um, a game of a super high spread, by the way, which kind of worries me. Uh, I'm getting my picks together for this week. Uh, I was doing a lot of studying during class today when I should have been taking notes, but we'll, we'll ignore that. Um, <laughs> That's all good. And then – my quarterback one, QB1, one, who I myself will admit was the stupidest mistake. The reason why, I mean, actually, I can't tell the reason why because it's going to jinx why I didn't put him in the top ten. But Kyler Murray escapes after Blair Walsh misses a 27-yard field goal, I believe. Uh, another great performance by Kyler Murray, solidifying himself uh, as an MVP front runner. Uh, in this early start of the season, which I think he can really keep up compared to another guy like Carr. Um, <clears throat> Dalvin Cook, uh, 131 yards in the day. Chris uh, Kirk Cousins having a solid, solid start to the season. I believe he's third in passer or PFF grade and up there in passer rating as well uh, to start the season. Uh, my Miami boy, KJ Osborne, making Miami proud this weekend since we couldn't make our own team proud uh, on the field. And The hot waiver wire pickup himself, Rondell Moore, uh, showing that he's going to be a big factor in this air raid offense. Uh, Got double the the targets of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Good to see from there. And then Chase Edmonds showing that he's going to keep being a big part of this offense, uh, getting the receiving work, uh, getting a little bit of running work. But I'll hand it off to you, Jose. Jose. what are we thinking from this Cardinals team? Do, and uh, the Vikings—they got a tough schedule coming up. Uh, they play Seattle next week, and then they play the Browns the following Um The Vikings, a team that I—I I know I was very high on—could start the season off zero four. Uh, what? What do you guys think about all this? Jose.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: Chase Edmonds, five receptions for twenty-nine. Like that is PPR gold right there. Um, you know. Don't even have to do that much. Just catch the ball and you will get points. And I think that's what you've got right here with Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, it's a really safe play week to week. It's kind of like kind of like McKissick, except he doesn't have that Antonio Gibson. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean this this offense from Arizona is is insane. If you picked up Christian Kirk, like I'm sorry, you should have picked up Rondell Moore.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, anything else? Or Carson?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jose makes a great point. Uh, Rondell Moore definitely looks like wide receiver, too, for sure. A lot of people were super high on him. KJ Osborn, I think, is another popular, uh, you know, waiver wire pickup. Uh, yo, we love seeing all three of, you know, the uh, Minnesota's relevant receivers getting touchdowns. They all you know, very solid, fancy days. You know, Thielen, you know, th- that's just his thing, bro. He's, like, always feeling himself in the red zone. Uh, pause uh jefferson had a great game uh you know cook i would have loved to see cook you know just get that touchdown solidify the superstar day but you know nonetheless still had a decent day um just you know that when you have such a crazy rushing stat line like that 22 you know 22 carries 131 yards just like makes it that much sweeter when they can actually like get a touchdown you know but this was a great game. Uh, Minnesota losing in the most Minnesota fashion, uh, you know, that's hilarious. But this Cardinals team, they, they look nice, man. They definitely look uh, just, you know, a tad bad. They improved from last year, which, you know, that's at the end of the day, it's all you can ask for. Uh, and I'm excited for them, man. I'm excited for them when they play the, uh, the rest of the NFC West because that would be a, a great test to see where they're actually at.
0: Yeah. And uh we got the Cardinals going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars next week. I'm hammering the minus on that spread. Uh, it could I know it's like something like 9 or like 10 right now. Uh, I would take that at 20. Like right. I think they're going to whoop them. Like I don't oh, think dude, it's going to be a close. Dude, company. Murray drop he might drop like 50 points uh, and he'll be yeah. starting a quarterback for Liam next week. So, it's all good. <laughs> um, god, I love that guy. But no, speaking of quarterback, who I think is the front runner for MVP right now. And his tight end showing that he's the OG. Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers showing that they have not lost a step since the Super Bowl. Um, Matt Ryan, you know, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, Mike Edwards scored two defensive touchdowns, the back to back touchdowns. Uh, hadn't seen that since Jeremy Chin-, Chin did it last year. Mike Evans finally doing some work, but it just seems like it's a rotation out there in Tampa Bay it's like Bruce Aaron is like yo who wants to do something this week that's what it looks like because it it seems anyone can get whatever they want I mean Gronk's got six touchdowns in his last three games as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer which is ridiculous Um, this backfield I don't think there's value in any of them Uh, Leonard Fournette seems to be gotten a lot of screen work you know he had at least 10 points this week but uh, there's no value in any of the guys they're going to be a stretch to get a touchdown uh, but you know Tom Brady showing what he's made of, um, and then Cordell Patterson coming out of nowhere got that huge one-hand snag catch, uh, brought in for a touchdown. Calvin Ridley have his day saved by that touchdown because otherwise would have been kind of a measly 13.3 points from him. And Kyle Pitts, I would have loved if he got a touchdown this week just to see him, you know, finally burst on the stage. And Mike Davis, oh, such such a bad bad thing to see. You know, wish we saw a lot better out of him. But um, Jose, what do you think of this yeah. game? Yeah,
2: I'm very worried right now as a Mike Davis owner. I mean, you do not want to see nine carries, bro. I know it's the Bucks, and I mean the Bucks even shut down Zeke, but still, last week wasn't good. You know, those seven receptions saved him. I think he was tied for first with Ridley. Um, Mike Evans finally back. I mean, last
0: week didn't do anything.
2: This week gets his two touchdowns. Typical Mike Evans performance. And Grog, Grog might be the best tight end in the league still. Like, this is fucking insane, bro. <laughs> like, this, what the? How it's is, scary. how are they doing this? He's literally, like, this is, you got to be the oldest duo to have this many touchdowns. There's the no way that there's old. anyone. I think like he's, that. like, 31, 32. But combined with, with Brady's age, yeah. And then, like with the production, there's no way, there's got to be some sort of stat, like the, the oldest duo series. to score yeah. blah, blah, blah,
0: mm-hmm. touchdowns. And in- that would be combined 76 on that year. Yeah. That's a little insane. Carson, what do you guys say about this game?
1: This Bucks team is like ridiculous. I mean, I, the, the Falcons, uh, I think it's fair to say that they're like very awful. Uh, it sucks because they have so many, so many guys that uh, we're all very high on in fantasy. Uh, you know, I like, I mean, you guys said, you know, Davis, it's looking bad. I still like the fact that he did get seven receptions. Uh, you yeah, know, I think that's, uh, you know, seven targets. I think that's a positive, uh, you know, despite overall being, a you know, not that great of a day. But yeah, the, just, you know, Brady, you guys already talked about it. It's ridiculous. I mean, five touchdowns, had a great fancy day. He's someone that's always a solid fancy option. There's just, you know, always, uh, you know, in the top, you know, eight to ten. Uh, yeah, Evans. It's great to see Evans. You know, Evans, Godwin, and Gronk all doing their thing. Uh, AB, you know, massive, uh, massive downfall from the last game. I think he's definitely, you know, a boomer bust guy for sure. But uh, yeah, Gronk uh, did. He he makes us look so bad, bro. Because we all we we were we wrote him off last year, and then he does this, and then it's like, oh, come, he really can't do it again, and he's doing it again. It,
0: it it's stupid. Do you want to know what uh, Vegas had his over-under for touchdowns this season? Five.
1: Okay. But I was about to say, like, he must be, like, already there.
0: He's at four.
1: Yeah, he's, he's at four. Hit it.
0: Um, but now this next game, I wanted to go into OT so bad just because of fantasy, but Jose's a happy man. His Dallas Cowboys came into SoFi Stadium, and Greg, the leg, you know, didn't choke it this time. Hit hit a banger, I think 54 yards, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Jose. Something 56, like that. Yeah, awesome. close, 56. close. 56. Yeah. Um yeah. 56. Love to see my boy CD getting the main work out there today. Um, but Mike Williams is he the guy in this Chargers offense now? You know, Justin likes to throw it down the field, and there's no one better really than going up and getting the jump ball than Mike Williams himself. Austin Eckler. Uh, getting a lot of fantasy work for me this week. And mm-hmm. it's only right that I handed it off to Jose. They get the first win of the season. Um, what do you guys say, Jose? Just, just give me your whole rundown. How, how do you think Dallas played this game?
2: Uh, I think as a team, you know, this was a much more exciting team win than it was a fantasy day for the Cowboys, aside from CD, you know, and then that touchdown from Zeke. But, I mean, Pollard, Pollard hey, is Pollard form. a flex
1: now? Is Pollard like, a
2: flex? He might be, bro. At, at at some matchups, I think Zeke is still gonna get you know bell cow work most of the time. But mm-hmm. when Pollard when Pollard's on, like he's on, and he's I mean, a great rusher,
1: man. I, I, he I mean, yeah, rush Zeke like when yeah. he gets he's so dynamic, bro. It's I mean, I understand why so Jerry Jones be, is like, tough for him to give Zeke you know that massive contract.
2: But I think they they work really well together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're very they're very like one two punch type of you know dynamic like yin yang running backs. You know, you got the small elusive guy, and then you got Zeke just like the power guy.
1: Oh, uh, definitely.
2: With Mike Williams, like he's definitely worth a start. You know, at this point, but I'm still scared that we're gonna have that you know two two targets for one catch and 14 yards game eventually. So. I think he, you know you a slot him in your lineups. Hope he he continues his production, but I would just be wary of that because I mean that's typically how it goes with Mike Williams every season. Mm-hmm. It's sad to see Amari only got three receptions, twenty-four after being the wide receiver one last week. But I mean it's just the game script. Yeah, not a huge offensive boost
0: this game like last week. Carson, what do you got to say?
1: Uh, Yeah, a great game. Uh, Just a disappointing game, though, fantasy wise, because I think this had like, you know, like the 30s and 40 point total. You know, this had uh, a shootout written all over it. Um, You know, Herbert, I mean, definitely struggling. I mean, I think he has like, what, like the same amount of interceptions this year as as touchdowns. It's not, you know, Herbert looking like he's having some sophomore struggles, but I'm sure he's going to work out of that. I still love to see him throwing for, you know, 338 yards. Um, Yeah, Eckler. Feaston, uh, you know, nine, nine catches. Uh, yeah, Williams, you, you talked about Jose. He's either getting that dud or he's getting injured. You just never know, and I think you just kind of expect it. But hopefully he keeps it up because he's always someone – that he's never lacked the talent for sure. But also super hyped to see CD keep on balling. I, I, I hope to see this, like, consistency from him throughout the whole season uh, because we we're all super high on CD. Um, not a great game from Dak, though. I mean, no passing touchdowns. That's super tough. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Jose, you, you hit it on the head. This a great team win overall for the Cowboys. These are the type of games. Honestly, these are the type of games, like, you know, someone had to win this game because both teams are notorious for losing these types of games, but it's funny. because like someone had to win it, you know, and it just ended up being the Cowboys. day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now just to wrap it up though, uh, if you told me that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams switched receiving stats, I would not have been surprised because they, how did hell did Keenan Allen go four for 108? That's like the opposite of what he does. I
1: know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Motherfucker would go 108 for four. That That's his yeah. kind of game. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. He's usually like 10 for like 108. Exactly.
0: Or seven for 91. That's more realistic of what he would do. Um mm-hmm. But no, um, I think we all are looking forward towards the Cowboys playing the Chiefs. It's going to be a high-powered offensive game. Uh, flex that the prime time. I just checked; it's a 4:25 game. Uh, I know Jose is going to go screaming at that game when it's going to be like 45 to like 42. Cowboys. What week is that? What game? week are they playing? Eleven, I believe. I think that's what they Whoa. talked about because that's next time they face a playoff team. So, well, the Chargers get the Chiefs fun. next week. That's going to be fun. That that is going to be fun. And Arrowhead can Justin Herbert pull off a win in one of the most uh, electric environments in the NFL? And then, Carson, I want to lead this next game for you because you believed in the king. You believed in him. And I, by the way, I, I stopped watching the games uh, until the primetime game after Jose beat me in fantasy because I was about to <laughs> bad week of football. Uh, you so I put my phone down and I was like, okay, like the Titans, like, hopefully they cover the spread. And then I didn't even know if they won the game and that like Derrick Henry went off. But I mean, the king doing what the king does, you know. Not a great game from AJ Brown. Uh, it's hard to see, you know. Sad to see that, and Julio getting robbed of that touchdown. That I wish they called it. But Carson, I'll I'll, I'll hand it off to you. You got the floor. What do we think about the king going for RB one this week?
1: uh rb1 i think uh just number one in general i mean the highest scoring player the whole week i mean 47.7 points just you know just when i started to worry about the kid and i see all the tiktoks i see all the videos and i mean we all we had this conversation like when we were literally talking about our draft like like damn like if anyone's gonna you know like regress it might be henry but then he comes out and he does this and he just we we'll forget all that, you know. I mean, 35 carries, 108 yards, three touchdowns. That is like ridiculous. It, it like, that sideline should be like something that, like, like, High High gets playing like Johansson or something, you know. Like, come on, man. Like, it, it's stupid. Um, but you know, nonetheless, besides Henry, who you know, we could talk about his performance all day, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Julio, great to see Julio have a, a good game. Uh, because you know, last week was, was pretty shitty, obviously. Chris Carson. This is what he does. He starts, like, his first few weeks are always great. I just hope that he can keep this up. I hope he stays healthy because, uh, you know, he, when he's healthy and he's on the field, he always seems to, you know, put up a decent chunk of, of fancy points. Lockett, uh, you know, Water-sharp. feasting. Feasting. I mean, he's – I mean, the fact that he's put up back-to-back – the fact that he's put up two massive games, like, back-to-back like that is a great sign because they're normally, like, spanned out throughout the season – uh, so, locking managers are super hype right now. Metcalf, he's gonna have his weeks. I'm not worried about him. You know, he's gonna have his weeks. Um, but nonetheless, this was a great game, and you know, the Titans like actually really needed this one. You, you don't want to go down 0-2. Um, you know, Tannehill, you know, had a great amount of yards. Uh, you know, it just sucks he didn't get the the touchdown. But th- this was, you know, this was King Henry at his finest. Man, he he, he won this game for them for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Derrick Henry rushed for more yards than
0: Jameis Winston threw for and Trevor Lawrence <laughs> threw for. So. Yeah. But, Jose, what else we got to talk about? DK yeah, Metcalf. I, mean, I I was hoping that this
2: season Henry would up his receiving production and six for 55 is what you love to see. I hope he gets some real consistent receiving work. But uh, Metcalf's time will come. Metcalf's time will definitely come. Because you told me Freddie Swain is going to keep – outproducing producing McCaff for the rest of the season. No way. I don't. know. yeah. No way. Um. Yeah. Just be patient with McCaff. He still didn't have a terrible game, so mm-hmm. he will be all right. But it's a it's a good it's a good close win for the Titans. Um. But shout out Russell Wilson and he was clutch. He was clutch this week for yeah. for my fantasy team for my fantasy.
1: Team. Wilson's always good, bro. Wilson's actually like so fun to have because like. He always does really well. I don't know. Especially
2: start, especially starting off the season, he's always just locked in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah especially for sure. I got offered Deshaun Watson and Juju smith juicer last year for Russell Wilson. That would have been the greatest trade ever because Russell. I mean, they switched spots Watson and Wilson last year that season. But mm-hmm. was it Goobs? No, Who it was, was it? In, it was Indy because he always throws trades oh. at me. So, um, yeah. and then. The game I least expected, a team that didn't have their starting left tackle, who's an all-pro, team who has no running backs, besides their quarterback, of course, Um the Ravens. Hey, a win. no
1: disrespect to Lamar. Uh, We're not doing that today.
0: we a yeah, like good so game. So he's, he's, making, he's making Marquise Brown uh, <laughs> a, a real viable target on that team. Uh, still not making Mark Andrews a target, which, you know, is sad to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mark Andrews is 557, which is nothing crazy. Um, but no, a great game to see from Lamar. Got that, you know, got that weight off his shoulders. Uh, I just love the play call, hey, I'm going for it. You know, asking, Lamar, you want to go for it? But um, that was awesome. I mean, though, but like legitimately talk about the rushing stuff, though. Like Lamar's absolutely crazy. Like, yeah, we're from the league in rushing right now, two touchdowns in the ground, you know. You know, didn't have the greatest throwing a day. You know, everyone was memeing on him in the beginning because, you know, Tyron Matthew was his leading receiver after the first quarter. But um, I got to hand it off to Carson here. I, I'll give Jose this last one. But Carson, you were a heavy believer in Clyde Edwards this season. Yeah, I'm starting did. to sell my stock on him as a player in entirety. I thought it was a waste of a pick to pick him there at 32 in the draft. But, you know, they just had to pick the throw. I want to hear it, Carson. I want to hear your hot takes about Clyde Edwards there.
1: Dude, I don't even have any takes. It's just super disappointing because, you know, I mean, I thought he'd be like a consistent option and get some PPR work, but this is not the case. I mean, you know, we, we talked about this, you know, off wax. To be fair, he has gone, against, gone up against two really great rushing defenses, you know, in the Browns uh, and the Ravens. And, I mean, you know, the schedule coming up, you know, Chargers, Eagles – You know, two very, uh, I think, you know, friendly matchups for him. So, hopefully, he can, you know, turn around. It's just tough, you know. I mean, this team is, uh, you know, just when you think they'll incorporate a little bit more of a rushing attack, you just remember, like, yeah, when you have Patrick Mahomes, it's like, why would you even run the ball? Like, he's ridiculous. Uh, Like, their passing is their, you know, most dominant uh, thing. But Lamar, you you know, great rushing. Lamar, you already mentioned it. Insane, bro. I mean, yeah, that call, like, that gives me chills. Like, just seeing that video of Harbaugh, like, just trusting Lamar was so fantastic to see. Um, you know, he had a great game. Hollywood Brown, you know, maybe we were just too early on the breakout. So, like, it's – maybe it's this year because he's been great this year. Uh, Mark Andrews has just been kind of mid, to be honest, but it's great to see Hollywood Brown actually, you know, becoming a, a real a real fantasy asset. He's been really, really good. Um, and, you know, on Kansas City side, uh, you know, Tyreek, I, I saw one play, you know, that he got clamped up on. I thought that was really impre- – I forgot the guy's name on the Ravens, but shout out to him because that was super impressive. But Kelsey doing his thing, uh, you know, you ain't got to worry about him. Uh, but just a great, great game. This, was, this will definitely be one of the best regular season games uh, of the year for sure. Just that – but C.H., the one downfall, bro, this game, I mean, well, him and Hill, like the two downfalls of this game, because this game was awesome. It just, uh oh, and the fumble at the end instead of the win. Oh, my gosh, come on. Yeah, I'm lucky I yeah. had Derek Henry, because, I mean, the dude dropped 2.6 points. Two. <laughs> two.
2: Um, real quick, I'm going to read you guys uh, one of my lineups from another team, from another league, um, and then I'm going to read my opponent's lineup, and I want you to tell. Tell me, who do you think won? So I had Jalen Hurts, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, Tyreek Hill, Robert Woods, Travis Kelsey, Damon Harris at Flex, Giants D, and Robbie Gold. She had Tom Brady, J.D. McKissick, David Johnson, Stephon Diggs, Marvin Jones, Dallas Goddard, Jarvis Landry, Bucks D, and Harrison Bucker.
1: Her, Jid Bucks D. How many points did the Bucks defense
0: get? Like 19. 30. Oh 19. I thought they got 30. 19.
1: Because she has two like busts on her team, but and like there's two. two
2: yeah. Had, uh Tyreek Tyre- Tyre- let me down big time. Uh, was, was decent. Yeah. But dude, she had fucking JD McKissick. She started JD McKissick and David Johnson. And she was smart. She's a smart woman. She, she, fucking smart lost. Lost. she
1: doesn't have anyone else, bro. That's that's tragic.
2: I'm sorry. Oh. My team is so stacked too. Like, this is, I was not expecting to ever lose. And I fucking lost to possibly the worst running back core JD McKissick and David Johnson. Those are legitimately her RB one and two. I'm
0: sorry. That's brutal.
2: <laughs> I lost.
0: But yeah. Uh, all these primetime games have been good so far, besides this last one we'll touch on that just happened. Uh all have been close games. I think they've all ended in the last, like last score determined the game.
1: Yeah, I mean well the, the Rams, the Rams Bears one was off. But I mean, yeah, the Thursday, the Thursday night, the first Thursday night game was great. Uh both Ravens games were fantastic. Um mm-hmm. so- and the Giants Washington game ended in the yeah, yeah, not, yeah but surprisingly a good game. But that was like a bad good game. Like you know what I'm saying? Like a or a good, bad game, bad good game. I don't know. But like, you know
0: what I mean. Heineke uh-huh. came back out. And yeah. Daniel Jones is top quarterback in the league right now. I think he's seventh <laughs> in <laughs> fantasy points.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually pretty good.
0: But uh Jose, do you have anything to touch on that game? Or are you why are you rolled in this last game? Uh yeah, let's get to this. Let's get to this Monday night game yeah a bum fest I was playing pool and watching this game and I don't was pay attention because I was winning like I won like seven games of pool in a row because my buddy scratched like the last play like four times but ignore that Aaron Jones goes for four touchdowns casually finishes RB2 this week um I'll just hand it off to Jose here uh, what, what do you think about this game We're you even watching it because I don't think any uh, people were really yeah, to this game
2: I did I did get to catch uh, the last quarter of this game crazy to see how this team bounced back it is the lions but i mean aaron jones like i was having flashbacks from him against the cowboys last year like i was like holy (laughs) fuck this dude and they they brought it up they were like he hasn't had four touchdowns since last year against the cowboys i was like wow you really had to fucking do me like that but crazy like he didn't even have that crazy of a day on the ground like I just got six receptions for 48 and three receiving touchdowns. Like what the, f- uh, Aaron or Aaron Rodgers, you know, looks like he actually gives a shit now, at least somewhat. Uh, but as far as the line side of the ball, EJ Hawkinson showing that he's going to finish as a top three tight end this year, no doubt. I mean, he's the only option on this team, pretty much. You know, especially late in games, like they're going to him first, and you know, as much as the defense tries to you know, tries to take him out. You just can't. The man is, he's too big. You know, he's impossible. It's almost, almost impossible to guard. You know, he's very Kelsey-esque in a way. Um, but as far as the rushing side of the ball, like last week, this was probably the best backfield in the league. And then this week, you know, they get 15 combined carries for like less than 60 yards around or like around 50 yards combined. So not great to see from Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Um, I mean, they still looked good. Like, DeAndre Swift still looked explosive. He just couldn't do anything.
0: Yeah, we're love to see Jamal get a touchdown against his former team. But, Carson, anything to add?
1: I don't really have much to add because I was studying really hard for uh, my test. I didn't really watch this game that much. But, I mean, I feel like this game literally happens every year. Like, we get the Packers at home against the Lions, and I feel like it always like Aaron Jones, Adams always they always have a big game. I mean, this is how it goes. I mean, the like, you know, the Packers, it's like the Patriots Jets really at, at this point. It's like it just it's always a dub for the Packers. It's like they're like the Harlem Globetrotters, you know, they 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 never lose. Um mm-hmm. but it great yeah, I mean Jose mentioned it. it's great to see Rodgers giving a shit again. Um, I mean you you knew he was coming off from getting humiliated. They got humiliated against New Orleans at home. And they came out, and, of course, they were going to, you know, let all their anger out on the uh, on the Lions. So pretty uh, pretty typical. I mean, this is definitely one of the locks of this week for sure. I'm um, so glad to see, you know, all, all the, uh, the Packers going off in fantasy because all of them were very, very highly touted. So, Yeah, and,
0: to, I mean, Jared Goff doing a lot better than I expected, to be honest. I thought he was going to be absolutely horrendous oh, yeah. for this team. But, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the two fumbles, he didn't have that bad of a day, only – well, I mean, he still had three turnovers. Okay, that that
2: second that second fumble was so bad though. When he took the snap, nobody touched him, and he just he dropped it as he was cocking his
0: hand yeah, back. Just I saw that. That's was terrible. Like, yeah, I was like, really? That, that was just tragic. But um, it's like a JV error, bro. We'll we'll edit in here the little team of the week graphic. Uh, quarterback one, obviously the boy himself, Kyler Murray, uh, with his dominating performance, uh, 400 yards. Uh, in- believe four total touchdowns uh, against the Vikings. It's a close win. RB1, Carson's boy, King Henry, 47 points. Uh, dominating performance. Uh, RB2 snuck in here just this last night game. Uh, Aaron Jones, I uh, believe, walked away at 41 points. Uh, two guys going over 40 this week. Didn't have a single guy over 40 last week. Good to see. Uh, Cooper Cup finished his wide receiver one this week. Uh, well on his way to a uh, top season in fantasy. Uh, just like we saw him, he broke out in the scene uh, in that Sean McVay, Jared Goff, uh, like Pro Bowl season um, wide receiver two, Tyler Lockett again putting on another performance that we didn't expect we'd see out of him. But had his back to back big games next to each other. Uh, tight end one uh, was not Rob Gronkowski, unfortunately, was Travis Kelsey, who looked you know just as good as he always is uh, in that close loss against the Ravens. Um, Flex, I don't know if you guys would know this. Terry McLaurin from that Thursday night game finished as our wide wow. receiver three uh and the flex uh this week for the defense. Uh, I believe it was the Buccaneers uh, tied with a couple of teams, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you know the Bears.
1: The Bears finishing
0: wow. Bears, yeah. Uh what are the Bears got? Bears got a return touchdown from Roquan Smith, uh got four sacks, uh two fumble. I mean a fumble recovery, three interceptions, uh, made life hell for Joe Burrow in those Bengals. And then uh, kicker, Graham Gano, who was the MVP of that game, despite them not winning that game uh, in that Thursday night matchup with 22 points. So we'll flash the total on there. We'll have the graphic pulled up. Uh, you'll see it on Instagram and coming soon this week, uh, probably before the Thursday night game, because uh, that game's going to be a blowout. And I got to have that spread on there with maybe the worst matchup we'll see so far in the Panthers versus the Texans, who should be starting Davis Mills in his first career start as a rookie a third-round pick out of Stanford. I do not expect much out of him because I think Tyra Taylor was the reason why this team was competing. So
1: Dude, Thank God team. I have CMC on a couple teams because this game would actually be unbearable. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that
0: wraps it up. Another interesting week of football. Can't wait to see what we have in store. That Rams, Buccaneers games look exciting. And for betting, trust me, I went on a bounce back week. Week one it's always rough. Five relax, and one, Relax. Relax. We're good. Relax. We're straight. Five and yeah. one. We coming back. <laughs> we trying to make you money out here. We're going to have that lock on that bet of the week. Could, could be Panthers minus seven and a half. So you only have to watch and see. So this has been Coast Coast Podcast. Signing out is